Welcome back to our study today. As we're studying from the book of Judges, we're looking at some of the people that God used. We've been talking about Gideon, Gideon who was fearful and Gideon who was doubtful and Gideon who was weak. God called him and God took him and when he made his commitment, God used him. He's really a perfect picture of a man who who needs God's power and God's strength. Several things happened to Gideon. First of all, I think he, excuse me, really for the first time met God. I think he, he really came into relationship with God. As God spoke with him, he repented. He wanted to worship God. So he killed a goat and prepared it and got some unleavened bread and some broth and brought it to the angel. And the angel said, take the meat and the unleavened bread, lay it on the rock and pour out the broth. And he did it. And the angel put out the end of his staff that was in his hand and touched the meat and the unleavened bread and fire sprang up from the rock and consumed it all. And then the angel vanished. And that offering that he brought became a sacrifice to God. It became offering to God. Simeon, I'm sorry, Gideon was afraid now that he had seen the presence of God. He said, I've seen the face of the Lord, and he knew if he'd seen the face of the Lord that you, you should die. But he did not die because he really did. He saw an angel, but he didn't see God himself. And he named the place where that happened uh, Yahweh Shalom, which means the Lord is peace. And... Uh, he built an altar there, and it was significant because they hadn't been building altars to worship God. They had been going away from that to worship false gods. And the first thing that happens when we truly come into relationship with the Lord is, is we really want to <coughs> worship him and we rejoice in the peace that he's given us, the peace that gives us a reality that we have been forgiven and that we are right with him. And... For the Christian today, Calvary is our altar, the place where we go, where Christ paid the ultimate price, the ultimate sacrifice for our sins, and there he, he died for us, and we put our trust in him, and, and, and then we experience this peace that comes when we have Christ. I remember the day I trusted Jesus. There was an overwhelming relief, and a sense of the burden of sin was gone, and I had come to know what it really means to have forgiveness and salvation. Someone wrote, there's a place where life's burdens are lightened. There's a place where where the careworn find rest. There's a place where the sad ones are brightened, where the poor and the needy are blessed. A place where life's storms are parted and the glory of heaven breaks through, where the tear-dimmed and long-broken-hearted find strength to begin life anew. There's a place where life's woundings and scourgings are healed by a heavenly balm. There's a place where life's tossing and surgings are stilled in the wonderful calm. There's a place where the shackles are broken, where the prisoners of sin are set free, where the word of forgiveness is spoken, and that place is called Calvary. And that's true. That's where Christ died to make the ultimate sacrifice and pay the penalty of our sins. So not only did Gideon come into a personal relationship with God, he offered himself at that altar. He committed himself. And he not only placed the food there for the angel, he gave himself after that to the Lord. And immediately a test came. And a test is always to see if we really mean business. You say you want to follow Christ. You say you want to be all out for him. Then there'll probably come some tests to see if you mean business, to see if you're serious. And there were all over the place uh, shrines to Baal, 
to Asher, these false gods of the pagan peoples. And even in his father's fields, there were these, there were these altars to these false gods. And in the night, Gideon went through and tore down these altars and smashed these, <coughs> these so-called gods. <coughs> and he took uh, ten young men and two bulls, and he pulled down the Ashtoreth idols, and he, he built an altar to God, killed the bulls, and made sacrifices to God. The next day, when the people found out what had happened, they were really upset. They were angry. They wanted to kill him. They wanted him out of the way because they wanted to worship these false gods. The father of Gideon, Joash, stood up and made a stand for Jehovah God. And that's what happens when one person takes a stand. Gideon took a stand, then his dad took a stand, and it fanned into flame the commitment in his father. His son's faithfulness faced him with his own equivocation. So Joash should be listed among the heroes too and of, of those who make a difference. And listen to what he said. He said, will you contend for Baal or will you deliver him? Whoever will plead for him shall be put to death by morning. If he is a god, let him contend for himself because someone has tore down his altar. Then he did a remarkable thing in which he expressed complete confidence in his son. He gave his son a new name, Jerubbabel, which means let Baal contend against him. He saw the transformation in his son. He saw that his boy was a different kind of person now. And he saw that as a, as a person who really trusted God, he had strength and power, which he'd never had before. And so he named him a name that meant literally that he was going to do battle with Baal and these false gods and stand up for the true and the living God and make a difference. And the third thing was involved with Gideon, that he, not only did he come to meet God and give his life to be controlled by God, but he stepped out to take this stand and, and to, to, to make a difference. And the Bible says the Midianites and Amalekites had assembled themselves to battle. And in verse 34, so the spirit of the Lord came upon Gideon. So that was the next thing that happened. He was filled with the spirit. The scripture says the spirit of the Lord clothed himself with Gideon. He put on Gideon. God's spirit put on Gideon like a garment, and garment was possessed by the power of the spirit. He was controlled God's Spirit came into his life and used him. Just The Bible says when we trust Christ, God's Spirit comes into our lives, and he wants us to be a suit of clothes that Jesus wears. He wants us to be a person through whom Christ will work and will manifest himself, and that's what he desires to do with each of us. And you see this in the life of Gideon, and if you trust the Lord, you can see it in your own life as God works through you, as you make yourself totally available to him, and you ask his Spirit to fill you and empower you and faith replaces fear and courage replaces compromise and God flows through your personality and through your words and through your life and makes a difference and that's the same need that all of us have to let him do that notice how Gideon reacted to this challenge from God he surrendered he yielded he obeyed he did exactly what God wanted him to do and God used him to produce a powerful and mighty victory. God wants to use you to bring victory in your family, in your neighborhood, in your business, by letting you be the instrument through which the Holy Spirit works. Make yourself available today. God bless you. Have a great day.